Wessex LMC's Supporting You and Your Practice. Hello, welcome to our podcast. I'm Louise Greenwood and I'm Director of Education at Wessex LMC's and I'm chatting today to Michelle. Michelle, are you okay to say hello, please? I am. I'm Michelle Lombardi. I'm one of the directors of primary care at Wessex LMC's. So it is Stress Awareness Awareness Month. April is Stress Awareness Month. And we just thought we'd have a chat about the sort of things that come into Wessex LMCs into our inbox um, and the sort of issues we're aware of that is stressing people and practices currently. Um, and also some resources that we have that might help that people might not be aware of. Um, so, Michelle, you and I have both been practice managers, haven't we? We have not for a while, but uh, we have been practice managers. I think I had it in the. I had it really easy because CQC didn't even exist when I was a practice manager. So we can just begin to imagine how stressful it is for practices. But goodness me, through COVID, it's just been extraordinary, hasn't it? It has, and actually, the whole team pulling together and delivering uh, the response to COVID and also the COVID vaccination program. It's just extraordinary. Yeah, real success, real success stories. But I've seen. Um, because I work mainly with practice managers, I've seen more exhaustive practice managers over the last few weeks than I have for a long time. Um, and um, I think it is the relentlessness of still working at that pace and the end really isn't in sight and holidays aren't really around the corner. Um, what have you been seeing, Michelle? So um, we've been seeing uh, queries coming in from practices around, sadly around complaints have been, have been, have been increasing and asking for some support around how they can help respond to those. Also around um, all of the practice team is under immense pressure. Um, However, just thinking about receptionists, they're on the front line, they're dealing with patients every day and trying to find appointments and trying to get them seen can be challenging. Um, And it's quite difficult just listening to some of the some of the comments and the uh, responses that they've had from patients. And it is really hard. They're trying their very best uh, to help patients, but sometimes um, they are getting treated quite, quite shockingly really when it's not their fault. And they are working so hard to help patients and serve patients. And sadly, the nature of most of us is that you might have nine people saying lovely, lovely, thank you so much things. One person being difficult, and you go home at night and that's what you remember, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because the reason they are doing the job they're doing is because they want to help people. Mm. And it's, it, it's, yeah, it's very hard to, to, like you say, have that one, that maybe that one patient that or one person that um, is critical and you're just trying to help them. You're trying to do their, your best for them. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we're aware of is it's um, there are resources out there, coaching and um, for the team and for individuals. And just thinking about what you said about the complaints, um, there's this fantastic NHS um, resource called Looking After Your Team, which is coaching, but for the team, it's free and it's for primary care only. So you can just get the link from our website, but you can contact them and they'll come out and run some facilitation sessions with your team. Um, but also they'll do something looking after you is just um, for an individual coaching sessions. And, you know, I've, we've seen some really, really good responses from this. And I'm aware that the practice managers can't be the people that um, do all the facilitation, do all the team building sessions, because I suspect they're exhausted. And I think, I don't know about you, Michelle, but I think getting somebody else in can be really helpful, can't it? Definitely. And it helps. They can then contribute and they're not worried about having to either take notes or to um, 
facilitate and make the, the, the meeting flow. Someone, you know, someone else has that responsibility so they can just fully, fully participate in the session and be part of it. Mm. Um, and there's the classic thing that we've all heard of, but there's a lot of truth in it, that if you're on an aeroplane and they say there is an emergency, you get your own oxygen mask on and fixed security. So then you are in a fit state to help others. And there's often some absolutely delightful people working in um, general practice at all levels and working in all different areas who are often the go-to people. They're the bouncy, cheery, very warm people who you can sit down and have a cup of tea with and you always feel better having spoken to them. Um, but they can't be the ones to always give the energy and always support others, can they? No, they can't. Um, I think that, um, so all I would say is look after yourselves um, and um, yeah, get, get, look, look for some resources. There's all sorts of sort of podcasts and some people like doing, there's colouring, isn't there? There's all sorts of, there's like, what is that painting by numbers for colouring, mindfulness? There's all sorts of things out there um, that can help. I think we have um, particular schemes, don't we, at Wessex LMCs, Michelle? I think there's um, obviously there's free podcasts and things, but also I think the GPs have a special scheme, don't they? Yes. So we've got the GP supporter programme that if you want confidential advice, you can. there's an email that you can make contact with us and you'll then get a call from one of our medical directors. There's various options that uh, are available and can be signposted to. There's the GP listeners, there's GP coaching, mentoring, and there's a number of areas that um, the medical directors will um, listen and potentially signpost you to. Because one of the things is um, a couple of years ago, I was worked closely with a colleague whose daughter was suffering from postpartum psychosis, which is a really serious mental illness that she had after her baby was born. And I knew, realized then that actually mental illness and stress, people put these words, sort of address titles to these um, conditions. And actually it can mean so much. You can be feel, have, a, have an odd duff day and be a bit low, um, or you can be seriously mentally ill. And those of us who are just friendly and nice and warm and want to just make people feel better, which is most of us in general practice, isn't it? Um, you can't possibly diagnose that and you can't possibly cope with what might come out when someone starts talking. Um, so all I would say is there's, there's definitely help out there um, and a, approach a, um, you know, a, approach an expert if you think somebody is really struggling to, um, to, to, um, yeah, to cope really. Um, I think that's really important. I and just, probably, sorry, Michelle, carry just on. To, add to that. So just thinking we've mentioned about the GP supporter programme, um, there's also we've got nurse, a nurse advisor, Helene Irvin, who um, I'm sure would be more than happy to speak to any nurses who might need some support. And there's also um, Lisa Harding and myself, who are the directors of primary care, along with um, our colleague Dawn. So we're always here. You can always make contact with us. Um, and please do, you know, we're here to help. Because mm. Helene Irvin uh, has also had some mental health first aid training. So she's particularly good and particularly interested in this sort of welfare side of looking after the staff. Um, and at the Practice Manager Conference, was it, it wasn't obviously last year, because that must have been a virtual one. It must have been the year before, Michelle, I think, when we ran um, a session on mental health and, and thriving and flourishing in general practice. Um, and that we've converted that into a lunch and learn. Our lunch and learns are basically a PowerPoint with a script. So any leader or group leader within within a team in general practice can lead a group of your colleagues through a session. And that helps you have the conversations because it's not always easy to start the conversation, Michelle, is it, about how are you feeling? 
It isn't. And I really like the lunch and learn format because it gives you, like you say, the script to work work from and how and prompts you with some of the information that you need to share you're absolutely right those conversations are really really difficult to start and that gives you maybe a bit of structure to have those conversations and mm. um, one of the things that we all did um when the lockdown started because obviously it was a bit of a novelty wasn't it when actually um we were all working in different ways and different um, forms. Children were at home. All sorts of things were going on. And um, you were talking, um, you went to a practice manager meeting recently and they were saying about all the things they've given the staff to try and keep them going. Um, I wonder whether we've kind of forgotten a little bit about that because it's all been so tired and it seemed to go on for such a long time. But there were some great ideas there, Michelle, weren't there? Yeah, there were. The one I really liked was the having a treat once a week and obviously socially distanced in the waiting room with the staff, bringing them all together. And I think one week was an afternoon tea, another week was a pizza and just bringing the team together to have um, some time where they're not potentially thinking about work and they can just support each other in chat. I think that I I really liked that idea. I thought that was really good. And it's sort of having the conversation. One of the things that Lunch and Learn has got is some templates for how to start conversations because some people are very easy to chat to, but then getting under the surface of how are you, I'm fine, how are you, I'm fine, you don't really get to somebody like that, do you? You just want to find out a little bit more about how things are going. So there are templates to how to have the structured conversations if that's useful. Um, And I think some of it is it feels a little bit scary saying to people, do you want some time off? Because no one's got enough staff and you feel like you're covering all the time, don't you? But sometimes it might be um, appropriate and really helpful if you give somebody an extra day's leave in the next month or so, um, if that will buy them then time to recover and recuperate and then be able to be more sustainable. I think there might be something in that, Michelle, do you think? Yeah, I think so. And it's also promoting the fact that people need to continue to take their holidays. I think when we first went into into lockdown and that first period last year, there was obviously there's still a little uncertainty around holidays. But last year, you know, everybody I can remember people cancelling holidays when actually you do you need you need a break from what you're doing um, and the time to just to rejuvenate. So it is important that holidays are booked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and to just think about the workplace, the environment, all the things you're thinking about. It's so easy to have your head down, isn't it, when it's just so exhausting. But giving yourself to put your head up, look round, see what see what's happening um, is just really essential. And just trying to spot if people are actually burning out. Um, and obviously burnout is different from just feeling a bit fed up. And a little bit of stress is very different from completely burning out. And then you really do need to, some, some time away and some proper time to recover. And, um, you know, it's not good to keep on on your emails all the time. I know one practice manager um, recently was asked, well, what sort of hours do you work as a practice manager? She just said, well, just 24 hours a day. I mean, that's clearly not advisable and not sustainable. And we know a lot of people in all different all different areas in general practice who've all been working lots and lots of extra hours. Um, but you've got to have your time back and you've got to get your work-life balance sorted, haven't you? Uh, absolutely. But it's the stress of worrying that those emails are there and not being answered. That's the, that's the other problem. So there's the stress of working 24 hours but also when if you don't do that it's when you're thinking but those emails are sat there I need to do them and then they're mounting up it's it's um it's a really difficult balance yes and I don't think I think if if we had found the answer to the emails we would definitely we would definitely share it with everybody definitely 
Um, but I'm not sure we found that answer. But certainly, I mean, there are top tips and we all know there's stuff that you don't have to do. Try and bin it. There's delegation. Try and get a structured team around you. But also know that we are only human and um, we all need to support each other to get through this very, very tough time. Um, we've got a little treat for practice managers coming up, haven't we, Michelle? Um, yeah. with, there is, um, there's a couple of um, stress and resilience sessions that you're very welcome to attend. That's the uh, are running. That's not your particular treat. The particular treat is at the practice manager conference on the 10th of June, which is a virtual conference just in the morning. We've got the um, IT consultant who's the cave diver who rescued the Thai footballers. So I'm particularly interested in this story, and I'm sure we all remember it. And goodness me, if anybody had some stress with the world's eyes looking on him as he was trying to do this thing that nobody else has done before, I can't imagine what he's going to say, can you? I can't, no, but I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a really, really interesting talk. So that's just something that hopefully will be an interesting morning anyway, but that should be just fascinating for us to hear, um, yes, yeah, stress um, or somebody else um and just have how he overcame it and his life after that, because obviously I imagine his life hasn't ever been the same again. Um, so that'll be interesting. So thank you, Michelle. That's been really useful. And I hope we've shared some useful things with you all. And um, we'll put all the links to everything we've talked about on our website. Please remember we're here. Um, it's on a Friday afternoon. So have a nice sunny weekend. And um, we will speak to you soon. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, Louise. Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. 